Real Presence Radio is now on Amazon devices. To listen to your station, just ask Alexa to enable the Real Presence Radio skill and let her know which station you'd like to listen to, by major city, like Sioux Falls, Fargo, or Rochester, or by signal, like FM 104.1 or FM 89.9. You can also visit the Alexa Skills Marketplace and search for Real Presence Radio. Listen to RPR anytime, anywhere, now on your Amazon devices, and coming soon to Google Home devices. Looking for a better way to start your day? Try the Sunrise Morning Show weekday mornings at 6 Central. Here's a brief clip. It's 37 minutes past the hour and you're listening to the Sunrise Morning Show on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Happy to have you along with us this morning. Happy to have with us now Liz Lev on the Sunrise Morning Show, the art historian, guide to Italy, Rome, and Paris, and author of How Catholic Art Saved the Faith, The Triumph of Beauty and Truth in Counter-Reformation Art. Liz, good morning. Good morning. Today I can tell you that our weather aligns. I'm standing in drizzling rain here in Rome, but I am standing in Piazza del Popolo, so that's pretty good. Oh, well, that's pretty cool. Well, that makes me feel a little better that sometimes your weather isn't perfect in Rome. So thank you. I was looking forward to telling you that today. Yes, you knew I would appreciate it very much, and I really do. I really do. So today we're going to be talking, Liz, about globalization, which sounds very much like a modern concept, not one that we would be focusing on when it comes to the 16th century. But for our purposes, we're going to be looking at the church's focus on evangelization around the world during uh, the the Reformation and post-Reformation period. So first off, because we're talking about the Reformation here, when it comes to the Protestants, how was Martin Luther managing to reach the masses? Well, the the communication is key in this period, and the great technological advance that happens in this period is the printing press. The printing press is what, you know, uh, uh, instant messaging is what, what the Internet is to the modern age. She's able to produce many of there, there are There are millions and millions, 150 million pamphlets circulating by 1550 throughout Europe. And so you need to be able to master the medium where there's so much information. You need to be able to write things that are snappy that people are going to want to read. And frankly, Martin Luther, he was the master of what you and I would call today clickbait. His lines, his openings, his... His, his sallies, you can't resist clicking on or reading them. And so he really had mastered that, that medium. And now you think, uh, Christopher Columbus sailed his famous voyage in 1492. Martin Luther nailed his 95 theses in 1517. If I did my math right, that's just 25 years later. So clearly, exploration was booming at this time. How did the church, the Catholic church, seek to take advantage of that? Well, so so to kind of catch something right in the middle, in 1511, so as you said, Christopher Columbus opens the world of navigation in 1492. 1511, all right? So 11 years later, we have the church, or the church is already thinking about, is opening a diocese in Santo Domingo. We have a new diocese in Santo Domingo. So you have a church setting up a station in the New World, thinking about how to evangelize these new people, which in a famous and beautiful servant sermon delivered in the Sistine Chapel, they did not know existed 20 years earlier. Wow. 
That's incredible. And, and you know, they're, they're encountering these native populations who have not heard the name Jesus ever before. And so that brought up a great opportunity for missionaries. It did. I mean, I think what is really quite amazing is that this idea of globalization, the world is getting bigger by the minute, right? So we have the finding of the New World in 1521. You say that Magellan has circumnavigated the globe. The world is getting bigger by the minute. But behind every explorer or with every explorer are these missionaries who are willing to dedicate themselves to taking these people who they don't have anything in common with on top of that. It's not like the apostles who are going to the Greeks and the Egyptians and the Persians, and there's some sort of common cultural denominator they can talk to. These are completely different peoples, and yet they realize they are meant to receive the good news of Christ. Now, the greatest of missionaries during this time, perhaps the greatest missionary ever in church history uh, to some, uh, would be St. Francis Xavier. We've talked before about how saints can be favorite subjects of artists. Did artists enjoy depicting the life of St. Francis Xavier? Xavier's got it all, right? He's a well-educated young man from Spain, this tenacious explorer. He is an explorer on foot, traveling from Rome, Rome, going out into the east, going further east, trying to make his way into China, always trying to bring the word of God further and further and further, and with such incredible success. So there he is. We bring you the Sunrise Morning Show weekday mornings at 6 Central. It's one of the many great programs we can bring you each day on the RPR Network, thanks to your generous support. again for hour number two and we're really excited about this one because we have two very august guests with us today brad starry and deacon Stu longton august yes but before that i think we'd like to uh thank again the uh the people who made challenge matching grants for the first hour we had tiffany from fargo john and becky from lake park uh pat from west fargo ed schmitz and associates and Morris and Bonnie from Grand Forks, and the St. Jude Knights of Columbus Council from uh, Thompson. That's council number 11714. And we also had uh, an anonymous uh, gift as well uh, f- uh, for the, offered for the Holy Souls in Purgatory. And we also have some, uh, we have some uh, challenge matching gifts for this upcoming hour. And these are the gifts that... Uh, People have donated, uh, have pledged ahead of time that if we make our uh, if we make our goal, if we make seven thousand five hundred dollars, the uh, those challenge matches uh, kick in to uh, really uh, help us to uh, reach our real goal of fifteen thousand dollars for the hour. And as I told Monsignor Schleschelman, Brad and Deacon, that uh, the the goals are really the responsibility of the guests that we have on for the hour. And so we, we invite you to call out all your friends. 
<laughs> Thanks, Brad. When they ask you, was there full disclosure? <laughs> we do have we do have some updates, and just by the way, we did not make last hour's gold, so we need to step it up because we have an overall five hundred fifty thousand dollar goal, and we have got some donors that we were not able to that called in kind of at the last minute. We have Hildegard from Bismarck that uh, made a contribution, listening to 91.7. I did mention that. Uh, we have Ray from Hellock, uh, listening to 13.70. And Anita from Napoleon. And uh, her message, RPR has changed my life, and I know it has changed the lives of others. And amen to that. We know that has happened. So, uh, Jack, do you want to go through the list of this um, hours or are they the same? I'd be happy to, but I don't see them. <laughs> I saw them a Go few eight, minutes ago. 8 a.m. <laughs> okay, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> we have uh, Elizabeth from Fargo uh, uh, and Dr. Tom and Mary Kay Kemp would like to offer their uh, gift in honor of their daughters, Emily and Sophia. I and taught them how to serve. Yeah, so I'm sure. I'm sure you did. And we also last hour. I don't know if you heard, Brad, but your neighbor Mark made a a, a donation uh, in you know in your honor. So <laughs> yeah. love that. So and uh, so I'm sure you're going to be making a matching one for your friend and neighbor Mark too. Heather from Sioux Falls. I would I would say probably that might be Fargo. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anybody. I don't know Heather in Far oh, Sioux Falls. <laughs> yeah, I think that's from Sioux Falls, from Fargo as well. Heather from from Fargo in honor of Ed Schmitz. You're really getting rained on today, aren't you? That's the third one. Amanda from Henderson, Nevada. All right. Would like to offer this gift in loving memory of her deceased relatives and in thanksgiving to God for all of the blessings he has given her. And the Cathedral of St. Mary's Parishioners in Fargo would like to challenge other churches and parishioners to donate to Real Presence Radio. Thank you, St. Mary's. Ned and Brianna Kuhn would like to, uh, to offer their uh, uh, challenge matching grant as well. And Nan from Fargo offers hers in loving memory of her husband, Bruce. And uh, we got one from Didier Insurance, Hurley's Religious Goods, and uh, Paul Suda Farms. Williams Lisco Funeral Home in Jamestown, and we also have an anonymous one as well. And we always like to start off the hour with a prayer, and we have by phone Maggie, who's in the second grade. So is Maggie ready? All right. Yeah. Mag Go ahead, Maggie. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed is thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Thank you, Maggie. Maggie, where are where are you from? Glendon, Minnesota. Oh, Glendon, Minnesota. Well, thank you so much for being on the phone to help lead us in prayer this morning. And you have a great day. Would you pray for us so that we can uh, meet our goal? And thank you for being on this morning and to share your prayers with us. And we just want you to know that uh, your praying has gone over a wide area and there are potentially 2 million listeners. Did you realize that? 
No. <laughs> well, thank you again, Megan. You have yourself a great blessed day. You too. Thanks, Maggie. Bye-bye, Maggie. Thanks, Bye, Maggie. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. That's the future of the church right there. Yeah. Do you want to formally introduce our guests, Ed? Or? Well, how formal can you be with deacons? <laughs> well, you got about a page and a half, so you might want to boil that down a little bit. <laughs> deacon, deacon has a page and a half, and uh, Brad here, we, he got about eight yeah. bullet points. <laughs> <laughs> Brad well, brevity, they call it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> deacon Stu Longton, Brad Starry, long time uh known at least in the fargo moorhead area and one of the things that uh, well there are many uh but uh, it, what comes to mind with me is the eucharistic congresses that uh started back when 1994 was the first there was a group of eight of us that uh, got together and uh, father pablo straub at that time was was uh doing a little mission in in uh, bismarck so Eight of us uh, drove out there, and uh, one thing led to another, sitting around the swimming pool in the evening, and, and uh, they wanted just, my wife and a couple of other ladies wanted him to come and do a, some talks here, and he suggested that we do a Marian Eucharistic Congress. Well, that was quite a leap. And so, uh, we, to say the least. So we, we got in the car. I called uh, Monsignor Vetter. Uh, he got us hooked up uh, the next day as we came in with Bishop Sullivan, uh, and everything just gelled. And in a matter of about five months, we put on the first Marian Eucharistic Congress on a shoestring. Uh, Father Pablo was great; he helped, you know lined up most of the speakers. So, uh, and we roped some people in like Deacon Stu and to help out and. Uh, so after that, every two years for, I think... 18 years. We did 10 of them in 18 yeah, years. Yeah, 10, okay. So. Huh. Well, <clears throat> just again a reminder that we are broadcasting here from Fargo, uh, North Dakota. At this time, the next one is going to be in Austin, Minnesota. And we're covering again from uh, Montana, eastern Montana, all the way over to uh, the northern part of Wisconsin, and then Wyoming all the way over to the... Uh, southeastern part of Minnesota. And so uh, uh, Deacon Stu and Brad are, are, are from the Fargo-Moorhead area, so if they be speaking to that in Eucharistic Congress was held in Fargo, North Dakota. And again, a purpose here for us to be on the air and to have Deacon Stu and Brad share their experiences about what, uh, what they brought uh, uh, to the people to help feed them as this is what Catholic Radio is all about is to help sustain, uh, inform, sustain our faith. Those uh, congresses, early congresses, were uh, <coughs> they were very meaningful to a lot of people. And uh, over the uh, 18 years, or not, 10 times that we held it, uh, it was a crew that got together. And what made that crew special was that everyone was totally dedicated to getting this done. I remember being at the Fargo Civic Auditorium, which was built in 1959 as a basketball court and boxing arena. The sound system was developed for that, so we had to work on that after the first year. And the lighting was for, you know, basketball games, boxing. And we, uh, uh, 
we were holding that first year, and I remember a lady from Minneapolis came up and said, this is a wonderful Congress. You've done very well on this. How much do you pay your employees? <laughs> and I said, well, we're all volunteers. I said, uh, she said, I said, as a matter of fact, every volunteer paid the same fee as anyone attending. That was a rule we had. And, and that was, I think that was very meaningful because people were willing to pay to volunteer. Yeah. For, for purposes of the listeners who may not be familiar with the Eucharistic Congress, uh, why don't you explain? Well, we, can, can uh, we, can yeah. before, uh, can we get, uh, uh, the phones are ringing, let's get, get the number out there, 877-795-0122. We have a goal this hour of 7,500. We didn't meet the goal last hour. We'll have an update at the bottom of the hour. Uh, uh, so we do need to have, and we've got different levels. We've got the Archangel level at 5,000. Apostle level at a thousand. We've had one of those this morning. We've had a few disciples at five hundred, and a a dollar a day, thirty dollar a month messenger for three hundred sixty dollars, and the evangelist level at two hundred and fifty. So we do need to have you call in so that we can keep on doing what we are and have been doing. Well, I'll tell you what to add to this. I'm going to challenge my fellow deacons, especially my class in '93. Uh, I'm going to do apostle, or the dollar a day thing. Is that what that is? Or disciple? Uh, that's a disciple. Disciple. I'll add to that. We're, we're already giving. Awesome. For okay. next year. So that's that's kicks things off. Let's get rolling here, okay. Deacon. I'm, I'm going to th- I'm going to expand a little bit because I'm teaching in the Deacon Formation class. So I'm going to I'm going to challenge the class. Okay. Yeah. You know, so yeah. good men. Bunch of good. We've got great guys coming up. Yeah. And and we'll be taking names too. So yeah. be sure to call in. <laughs> Ed, if you're listening, you did it last hour. Do it again. That's Didier. Ed Didier, come on now, Ed. <laughs> you know, I like to pick on Ed. I think, well, you know, before we expand on the Congress, I, real presence is like a Congress every day. Oh, yeah. I mean, and you don't have to drive. I mean, we had people come from almost every state in the Union. Wow. So, and I mean, there was tremendous Canada expense. Canada, too. Yeah. You know, out of five provinces out of Canada. And here, what we have here with this, the radio, and what you put out, and what's it cost? I mean, just to get here to go to the Congress, what you had to pay a fee for, and a hotel room. You can sit at home, drink coffee, and listen to great, I mean, besides us, (laughs) uh, you know, great speakers, uh, you know, from local to regional to, you know, national and international. So I, I think we really have something special here and I encourage everybody to support this as much as possible. I'm, I'm glad to hear you point, point that out because I remember our very first time where we had made an appeal uh, way back in our fledgling times, uh, gee, uh, can we be at the Congress? We meeting Real Presence Radio and have a booth in the corner there. <laughs> and then I, I remember, remember we were out there chasing down the speakers. We Father Pacwa was there, and uh, oh. Father Pacwa was not easy to corral. Oh. Uh, and the speakers, <laughs> as soon as they got off the platform, my job was to go and try and snag them and get them to the radio. Well, can you imagine a Father Pacwa or Father Grishel going through the crowd there, and then we're supposed to have him there on time? Didn't happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but it was was it the Eucharistic yeah. Congress that you know helped get us to the point and and to your point of having now we have so many priests or hosts you talk about we don't pay the, our hosts anything that get on there in the live those live hours uh, Tuesday Wednesday Thursday morning 
We don't pay for EWTN programming to come through. So we can be unlike the commercial who has to pay for everybody that comes through. And so all out of the goodness in EWTN and goes back again to thanking uh, uh, Mother Angelica for Amen this to that. brave idea to really get going and go against big forces. Yep. And so here we are today. Again, we really need your help. 877-795-0122. Now, that was a long move away from, Jack, your question to what's a Eucharistic Congress? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that diversion. <laughs> the, uh, the People would come to the Congress and... Uh, our, my friend Brad here was the guy who actually did all of the front end work. People would call him. He'd send out tickets, that type of thing. He'd get the registrations. And we'd have, oh, 2,300 to 3,000 people. Sometimes a little 3,100 one year. I remember we had a big year. And we used to think, well, gee, that's not a lot of people. But, yes, it was. And we had people that came to five, six of them. And it was great. And I especially enjoyed it when they, a uh, group from Canada would come in they would come in usually in two big buses and there'd be uh, maybe a hundred people. And they were coming from northern Canada, northern uh, Saskatchewan, I remember. And one, a native tribe up there, they'd, uh, they'd, uh, one of them heard about it and they all came down. They were fantastic. What wonderful guests they were. And uh, we usually didn't have any problem getting uh, priests uh, and or deacons to, uh, to, to participate. And uh, and actually, that first Congress was uh, was was where I got the word from the Blessed Mother. Yeah, get moving on this diaconate thing. And Brad was with me when that happened, and that was uh, quite Small a moment. Bolt of lightning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I it, it was it, 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 it it's a lengthy story. I won't tell it, but it was the moment when when I realized I'd been thinking about the diaconate, and uh, so I an, an occurrence happened, and I looked at Brad. We were both exhausted. End of, the ma- end of the Congress, Bishop was saying prayer, Bishop Sullivan, uh, saying Mass, and uh, all of a sudden, uh, this occurred, this moment, and I looked at Brad, it was, it was an audio moment that should not have happened. <clears throat> and I looked at Brad, and I asked him, did you hear that? And he looked at me, and he just nodded his head, and we were both exhausted, sitting next to each other, behind stage, listening to Bishop's homily. Now, well, okay, Right now we've got some things in front of us. We had to finish this thing up and then get everything cleaned up and brought home. And that night I went back over to about 9 o'clock to, uh, to uh, Monsignor Vetter, and I told him what happened, and he said, I said, what do you think, Monsignor? Monsignor's reply was, what do you think? <laughs> and he said, okay, here's what I'll do. You, for the next year, think like a deacon thinks, try at least, act like a deacon should act, and pray like you think a deacon should, and come back one year from now, <clears throat> and if you still feel the same, I will write a letter to the bishop recommending you for uh, diaconate training and formation. I said, okay, and that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the, the ball rolled in, and uh, I am so thankful for the Congress, because if it weren't for the Congress, that would have been an unbelievable experience lost. <clears throat> yeah. My... My wife used to volunteer to do the registration, which yep. also gave me the opportunity to participate at the or Congress obligation. as well. Or the I think it was, yeah, yeah. Yes, I like Well, that. I'm a dutiful husband. <clears throat> yes, there we go. Yeah. And it used to be fun. You know, we talk about these buses coming in from Canada, because you do it for a few years, and you start seeing these people and recognizing them again. Yeah. And 
I remember thinking, this is really, you know, the, the, the Catholic media all-stars would show up. I mean, we had, you know, all of them, Father Mitch Pacwa and, uh, in, in particular and, and a number of others. And like Brad mentioned, here they are. Now we've got it here on Catholic Radio. A lot yeah. of the same people. All, every day. Yeah, every day. And you can yeah. say, I met that guy or I met that, that person, that woman. And, uh, and we need to keep it going. And we need your support in order to do that. And we need you to call one 795 0122 that's the number to call 8777950122 it only takes a few minutes and i know we've told you the very various giving levels but we're not limited to those particular levels we you know 5 10 15 25 dollars we're happy to take it you know it takes just a little bit of time and you'll have a very friendly voice to talk to as you're uh, giving them the, your information it'll be a very enjoyable experience i can guarantee you that and so pick up the phone right now because you're probably going to have so much fun you're going to think about it tomorrow again and say, I think I'm going to do that again. Well, not only pick up the phone yourself, but <clears throat> text uh, whatever method you communicate with your friends. Uh, tell them this is, this is on, we need your help, uh, and get them also to participate and uh, make a contribution. Uh, Brad, uh, 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 it's... It, Brad and Mary Kay story, it's just kind of like it goes together. <laughs> 50 years of doing. <laughs> yeah. That's a hard one to explain, too, I guess. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she's a very lucky lady. <laughs> 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 and, and you Brad resemble is that very remark. humble guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Not only is he brief, but he's humble too. <laughs> uh, well, since since the Eucharistic Congresses are, you know, you 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 certainly for over eighteen twenty years, that was a long time to really keep on doing that. Connect with all the people and pull it and pull it all together. We do know too that uh, just in our banquets, which now have expanded beyond Fargo, now it's Fargo, yep. Bismarck, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Rapid City, and I guess it will be Sioux Falls and be Duluth. Just to try and get somebody's calendar to line up with your calendar, with the availability of a, of a facility, uh, just. That's, that, that really takes a lot of coordinating. You've got to work out there two, three years exactly. ahead in order to be able to try and match and then be prepared when whoever it was that you had coming can't make it. Yep. <laughs> and we, we uh, experienced all of that. I mean, we would start, well, some of the speakers who we you know, were trying to get back, we would, if they were at that particular Congress, we'd be asking them. But really, the next day, it started again. Yep, uh, following day after the Congress continuously going on and two minutes uh, so yeah and for what you're doing here it's just amazing that uh, to get everyone lined up because you know i understand how hard it is and and you just the special lineup that we have here again you know we need to support that so everyone out there it's better than listening to me or to <laughs> Stu. Uh, call in please support this because this is a group of people ed uh, and jack i know have been involved in this and a lot of other people for years we were just talking uh, Stu and i before about how it used to be in the basement of the newman center in grand forks <laughs> and then it was over at the the school st mary's, uh, mary's. Saint mary's. Grand forks. and to this now and uh, expanding i mean if you were lucky if, when it was Grand Forks, you could pick up some of it in Fargo. Now you're throughout the state. 
so and throughout yeah. many states and it's just fabulous and I, I just uh, I mean kudos to everyone who works here and, and, and the hours that you put in because on a minor scale what we did with the Congresses uh, we can appreciate that so oh, thank you uh, we're gonna have an update I think now uh, who do we have coming in Brittany Brittany can you give us an update on where we are at in our goal? Good morning. Good morning. So for this first update on the half hour, we had Monsignor Schlesselman from Fargo. He gave at the disciple level in loving memory of his father, Herman Schlesselman, and his brother, Stephen Schlesselman. And we also had Paul and Barb from Felton, and they <laughs> gave in thanksgiving to God for all people doing his work. And then Darlene, listening on 1370, uh, she appreciates Catholic Radio so much and just thinks it's the best. So we oh. had those f during this last half hour. Okay, that's that's one every 10 minutes. That's not going to float the ship. <laughs> no, okay? we got to get going. we got to get going. <laughs> we we, yeah. we got to get let's, going. Let's get going. Brad, <laughs> Stu, you guys got some work to do. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, all right. We, we, are, we are a little under 7,000 short of what our goal is, and we missed the goal last hour, so. Okay, uh, <laughs> okay I got to do some calling out here, okay? <laughs> I, the, 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 the spiritual advisory board of the world, and they know who they are, but I can't say much more than that because they're Nope. Kind of a clandestine, secret, or sort of organization, so we don't want to be saying too much about them. <laughs> but if but you, you want guys, to meet with them, they're at McDonald's you, every morning before no, school. No, no, that's, that's the executive committee. <laughs> oh, that's the executive committee. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, it's time to pony up. Get on the phones. Call in. Make your make your donations. Also, Men of the Cross. There you go. Okay. Deacon Bruce Dahl, I told him that yep. I would be calling them out. So you guys make, it, make individual pledges, of course, but also... Uh, let, let, let's have these organizations make one as well. Knights of Columbus, we've got we have we got a challenge from the uh, Knights of Columbus from Thompson to they challenged all the other uh, councils uh, in the listening area. Don't forget so, the assemblies either too. That too. What was that? Fourth degree assembly. The fourth degree assemblies as well. Saint Mary's Parish uh, challenged all the other parishes within our listening area. So let's get on it. We've uh, got to get on the phones and uh, you know and uh, you know. Uh, donate uh, your dollars so that we can spread the good news and we can continue doing the good work that's been uh, that's been done and uh, uh, we need your help yeah, they're, they're, that's all there is to it it's uh, eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two you know from 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 the D, uh, from the Congress there's a lot of things that were spawned off that and I think uh, <clears throat> the uh, one of the things are the men's and women's conferences that are going on now because uh, at the last Congress, it was we, we realized we we had fulfilled what God was asking us to do on that one, and we looked back at the individual messages that came out each year, and when we put them all on one page, when you looked at them, it was a it was a challenge to a goal, how to change that, achieve that goal, and then how to live that goal. It was unbelievable when we looked at that and realized, okay, there were no more messages coming that we had, and we said, okay. And then uh, Bishop Kagan stepped up, and the first thing we had was a, a, a big to-do out in Bismarck, and then the men's conferences, and then the women's conferences. This is th that 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 really helped. It proved that we can do that here, in in the in in whatever size city you are, you can do something. And then Catholic Radio obviously has a huge effect on that. 
Well, you know, earlier in the last hour, I suggested the, the priests in their listening area should encourage their parishioners, maybe even at today's uh, daily mass. But, you know, I'm not going to let the priests off the hook either. <laughs> we, we, we want you guys to help us out as well because, uh, you know, we like to think that we're kind of supplementing the good work that you're doing out there in your parishes as far as spreading the good news. Well, we have a, a lot of deacons that, that I really still challenge. I'll keep that up. Yeah. I keep mentioning it. Not yeah. let you off the hook, boys. Brad, you look like you really have something profound that you want to advance here. Well, I just, you know, I, going back to the Congress, there were so many special things that happened. And, and, and again, I, I dovetail this into what you, the radio, Real Presence puts out every day, how meaningful it is to people. I mean, we had people come who uh, were really considering abortion. Mm-hmm. Or divorce. Or divorce. But I, I, uh, there was a young couple, they weren't married at the time, came. Uh, they talked to me uh, because I was emceeing it, so I was more <laughs> visual. I hooked them up uh, with a priest so they could talk. And you know that was kind of the end of it. And so about six, eight months later, in the mail, I get this card with a picture of a baby. Mm. thanking for the Congress what happened at the Congress because this, this baby was going to be aborted but coming to the Congress hearing what they heard there speaking with the priest and saved this baby's life and I really believe that your, this radio station and what you have on here daily is touching people like that that we don't know and it's very special and that's why we need to have it on and continue on. But it costs money. Every, you know, just think about it. How much will you spend to go to McDonald's or someplace else daily uh, to have coffee and a burger or whatever? Uh, you know, you could probably, I know I can get by without a, you know, a couple burgers and maybe give that to real presence here. They need their help. And like Jack was saying, his spiritual advisory group the list is so long, even each one of them gives $100, you've met your goal. <laughs> Jeff, come on, make those phone, make those phone ring, phones ring. <clears throat> you know, the one thing, about, and, and Jack mentioned before that, uh, when we uh, expanded into a diocese, our first call was to the bishop. If we didn't get a bishop's support, and we always did, yeah. is, is get a bishop's support to let them know that here's what it's about. So they wanted to know. And way back in the beginning, I know there were some startups that failed. I mean, this whole Catholic radio, hasn't it's not that old. 20-plus no. uh, years old to have what's going on today all across the U.S., uh, and, and, and to that also, we did not ask the diocese for money. Yep. We did not ask any parishes for money. So this is 100%. Uh, percent. If, a di- if a parish is going to do it voluntarily, mm-hmm. because our, our goal was to come on and help supplement, yeah. to help bring the faith, the message of Jesus Christ to as many people as possible without putting another burden on the priests mm-hmm. yeah. so that they had to raise money for also this and drive it. We asked for their help in just saying spreading the word. And so it's you listeners that need yeah. to step yeah. up. 877 7950 We made the calls to the bishop. That's taken care of. Mm. Now it's your turn to call. 
seven nine five excuse me seven nine five zero one two two it's quick it's easy it's painless in fact you'll even feel better after you're done i have seen so many people and talked to so many people who have told me i can't count them anymore who have said that <clears throat> you know when they were uh prior to catholic radio they would be listening to whatever station a sports station uh, you know, 70s 60s rock station whatever the case may be <clears throat> now they tell me like like me I leave, just leave my radio on <laughs> in the car on on Catholic radio because that's all I want to listen to. I don't, you know, if I want to find the weather, I can even get it on Catholic radio. And and I'm going, okay, this is cool. This is really cool. <laughs> how it's developed, how it's gone, but it has not been without cost. And it takes money to operate this thing. And, you know, speaking as you did about when the Congresses, we did the same thing. We told Bishop Sullivan exactly. at the time uh, when I was few of us were sitting with them i just told them it will cost the diocese nothing if it loses money that's my problem and which i was going to share with others Uh, (laughs) there was a group there was a group my mind is going here brad my pedestal for you is just diminished by about half No, actually, so, you know, and I, I know the group of people who really were behind getting this radio station going. It's a huge, huge leap of faith. So I, th- I don't think we're asking too much for folks to call in just with a small leap of faith. It can be bigger if you'd like, but please call in and help them out. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's amazing, <laughs> you know, again, people think, that, that's one of the problems. They think that some diocese is, you know, sending you a check each month or uh, whatever it is. It just doesn't happen. It was the same way with the Congress. If we didn't make it, uh, you know, I knew we were in trouble financially, but, you know, God provided. So, and I'm sure he will here, but, you know, God likes to see everybody do their share, so this kick in. Well, it, it we have many different uh places where the money goes you know anywhere from you know the staff which is necessary and uh again with other catholic radio stations how do you do what you do over the geography you do it with the smallest staff as you have and so it is it is done in a very financially efficient way but if you have a uh a transmitter that goes out you're talking forty, fifty thousand dollars. That's just to get the unit in there, and if you got to go up on the tower, pay the people to get up on the tower, uh, and and so as many different locations as we have, those come on up as kind of the, you know, kind of plan for the un, you know, timely. But when it happens, <laughs> it takes real dollars to get those back up and on the air again. Yeah. So again, seven seven eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Pick up the phone like my brother Pat did, <laughs> who just donated and just dedicated it, yeah. his donation to his great little brother. I wonder oh, who that is. That would be Jack. Does he have another me. brother? Yeah, he has another little oh, okay. brother too. But I'm, I'm the special one. Oh, <laughs> at, least, at least today, okay. special Jack. Thanks, Pat. <laughs> call the call the breakfast guys and tell them to get on the phone. You know, the, uh, several months after <clears throat> that, uh, actually, it was after the second Congress. I remember being at a meeting, and there were several priests there, and they made the comment that they I thought, well, this is ridiculous. The diocese is spending all this money on these congresses. And I said, just a moment. I said, this has not cost the diocese a dime. And I even was able to report to them that the leftovers that we had 
ex excessive money over our costs was donated to okay seminary how many a couple a couple every year we donate at least two scholarships for a seminary so it's two seminaries could go to school over the year. years from the congress yeah, Brad knows the numbers funds we donated yeah. uh, 150 thousand yeah. dollars yeah to various you know parishes the seminary when we had that going and uh just different causes that yep. uh, yeah. so there was never any money made by anybody working there. I, I think a lot of people have that misperception, though. Mm -hmm. I work for a Catholic health care organization, yeah. SMP Health System. We are not owned by the diocese, we, but we are a Catholic ministry. We're sure. recognized by the diocese as a Catholic organization. We claim the brand, you know, just like Catholic radio. But a lot of people have the misperception that the diocese has some sort of ownership interest, mm -hmm. and they really don't. You know, uh, every, everything is owned by the nonprofit organization, but we and have supported a, and supported, right? And we have a we have our uh, we have a Catholic mission, you know, mm -hmm. and that's what drives us. Well, as you're talking and sharing that, I'm thinking of uh, just the fact that we have radio in so many locations and have speakers and hosts from different locations at different times. To me, what it also has done is to help broaden the family because there was not too much known about what went on in uh, in, in Crookston Diocese mm -hmm. or in Bismarck Diocese. Yeah. But by having them on there, the Eucharistic Congresses or whatever, is to say, wow, I would like to go to that one in the third Rapid City or in, uh, in Gillette. Uh, and well, so, it's the universal church. It, it, it is. They're making it really and the reality come to it with this because like you're just saying all the dioceses you're in now it just kind of we're not just the little fargo group or you know the fargo diocese or even so small at one time it was the grand yeah. forks area right now you're you're all over by donating you're contributing to those aha moments yeah. there are a million aha moments happening in this listener region all the way from one end to the other every day. And that is due to your donations to Catholic Radio. Those aha moments have happened to me. They happen daily. I guess at this point here, we have an update. We have an update here to know where we are at in our $7,500 goal. And this update will be brought to you by Janelle. Oh my goodness, Janelle. <laughs> There are, there's really, you know, the mold was broken when we, Janelle, what a, what a great blessing, to real presence. Hey, gentlemen, you're doing a great job out there. Keep it up. Well, anyway, um, yeah, this is Janelle from Real Presence Radio, and to give you a little update, we have Pat from West Fargo who called in, and he wants to dedicate this pledge to his great little brother, Jack. <laughs> Jack. Little, little, little brother Jack. That, so. I think I'm, I think I'm blushing. <laughs> <laughs> and we also have a call from Doug from West Fargo, and he is making a pledge for Jack Canelli's group. You know, I think Jack Canelli belongs to about ten different groups, doesn't he? You guys? Yeah. I, well, Doug is part of two of them: the spiritual advisory board, but then he's also on the executive committee, which is also known as the Midnight Demolition Team. <laughs> the Midnight Demolition Team. Okay, great, <laughs> wonderful. And I just want to say too, for those donors out there who would like to call in and make a pledge of a thousand dollars or more, you're an apostle, and that's when we get to ring the bell here in the office, and we just love ringing that bell. And just to let you know, the gift that those will receive who 
donate or pledge $1,000, they will receive this beautiful olive wood crucifix that has been touched to a reliquary that contains 17 relics, including it has a relic of the true cross in there, the veil of her Blessed Mother and the cloak of St. Joseph, plus relics of Saints Peter, St. John Vianney, St. Philomena, St. Faustina, St. John of the Cross, Teresa of Avila, Anthony of Padua, and Teresa of Lisieux. Once again, just to reiterate that, that's a crucifix that's been touched to a reliquary containing all these relics. So that's our, our blessing to you. And feel free to call in right now at 877-795-0122. Once again, 877-795-0122. So Janelle, that, that is that's a pretty impressive list of, 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 of those. Uh, can you put that up by the phone? Do you have it here? Yes, we do. <laughs> we'll, we'll bring it out here. Okay? okay. Thank, we'll, thank well, you. Ed, I, I tell you what, if you want to do this, it's, it's only $1,000 there, Ed. Okay? Yeah, okay. And I you can it. call yourself an archangel, okay? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Wings are extra, though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, based on what I'm seeing on the board right here, we're just about uh, $6,500 short of our goal for yeah. this one. We, 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 so we need an archangel, an apostle, and a disciple. Hey, you got it, Jack. Well, you're right on. Yeah, well, when you, can, when you can put words to those numbers, it's a lot easier to deal with. <laughs> well, let's go. Let's get an archangel out here. I mean, I mean, it's early, but this isn't something you need to think about. Uh, <laughs> we need, we need uh, uh, if, if nothing else here, towards the end, a short person, which doesn't mean in stature. Uh, it's somebody who says, how much do we need to make up? And, and uh, I'll go. take care of that. And, and somewhere out there, somebody's ready to do that. Yeah, but let's let's not over, let's not work them too hard. Let's let's <laughs> let, let's everybody pull some weight here. Let's hey. get some archangels and apostles and disciples and evangelists and messengers and just the 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 one-off uh, phone calls. That's what we need. That's what's going to make this thing go, and that's what's going to help us stay on the air with the programming that we have and with the the the, the good signals that we have, and uh, uh, you know, and will help us to even expand. So. Uh, Dial the number one eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to do it a little bit slower because I hate it when people rattle through the numbers and I can't remember what it is. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Okay, thanks a lot to <laughs> Stu and Brad. Now, you know, I, I like to, I, I like to think about the days of the beginning. I remember when Catholic Radio first came. I did a lot of traveling at that time, and I would go up and down the highway between Grand Forks and Fargo, and no problem getting the signal out of Grand Forks. Then suddenly, I'd go to my house and I'd have my little shop downstairs, and I'd be working there, and I wanted to listen to Catholic Radio. I couldn't receive it. I realized I live in a stucco house. Mm-hmm. which has the wire mesh behind the end, mm-hmm. uh, behind the stucco, obviously an RF block. Mm-hmm. So what I had to do was uh, stick an antenna wire out through a opening that I had a water faucet and then put a dipole, two-meter two dipole antenna up there, and I could receive it in the house. And think of what radio has come to now today and what it will come to in the future. It's going to even be bigger, but right now... What we need is to plan for today and the next few months on this. That's where we're going. Coming from a dipole antenna just to receive a weak signal from Grand Forks in Fargo to what we have now. What are we, 16, 18 towers, something like that? 
I, I've lost Something track, like even though I was uh, yeah. talking to everybody at the front end. I mean, I mean every time <laughs> yeah. they make a new, new, new logo, they have to add on more uh, station numbers and, you know... There we go. Oh, we oh. got a, We got a bell rung. We well, got a bell rung. Oh, that oh, means we got wonderful. an apostle. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. What, what happened? Do we have the church bells ring if we <laughs> have an uh, archangel? Uh. As we're waiting to find that out, I think I should explain for those of you who don't know what an RF block is or a dipole, don't worry about it. He yeah. spent a greater part of his career with AT&T and Lucian Tensali, so he knows all the, he knows all the, uh, the jargon. Any techies would know. Yeah. <laughs> What's really neat, too, is uh, we had, uh, we had the, uh, uh, well, the pleasure of spending some time in Florida that you can get on an app or on a website and listen on uh, on that on that mm-hmm. technology, mm-hmm. Uh, no matter where you are at, and mm-hmm. we'll sometimes get calls from yeah. different parts of the U.S. And that's how they're listening on their computer. They're yeah. listening on an app. I did it in Fatima. In Fatima, yeah. mm-hmm. you picked this up? No, no, on, oh. on the web. On the web. Yeah, yeah. I, the hotel had free Wi-Fi, so I clicked onto that, and yeah. then I got my web going or yeah. my app going and i listened on yeah. for a couple of hours yeah. so we're worldwide worldwide, <laughs> yeah. worldwide. <Awesome>. yes, yes. <laughs> we'll call ourselves the international apostolate there of real go. pleasance radio there you go. There um, you go. <laughs> so Stu and brad have have your wives called in yet should we call them out the, the, well, my well, he already made a pledge wife's outside okay. taking calls oh, they already yeah, made a pledge. okay because I, I thought maybe we could kind of Help you guys out and get to your goal. Well, Brett, Brett's thinking, don't okay, Mary, Mary Kay this. Mary Kay. Uh, you might as well say Mary Kay and this. Cindy, you, 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 your husbands aren't uh, making their goal. Yeah. Honey, I love you. Yeah. 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 They need your help. That's Jack talking, not me. I speak for the group. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, I think that's costing me money. Right but that's great. If it happens at uh, Mary Kay, go ahead. You know, Deacon Matt Prom, God rest his soul, yes. would always say to people when it came time for fundraising or anything like that or anything we're talking about, you know, you're being part of the church. Being part of the church means that you're part of the church. And he would always say, don't look at your wages and say, how much of this can I afford to give to the church? Hmm. No, he said, when you look at your paycheck, think, how much of this do I dare keep? Because this is God's money. He gave me the talent to earn this. He gave me the skills to earn this. And he gave me the skills to know what to do with it. And I love that. I mean, he would do that. And Matt Prompt, cool guy. Great deacon. And he was a big supporter. Big supporter of Catholic Radio. And uh, he lived out in the Lake Country. And would go back and forth all the time. And he'd be listening to Catholic Radio. And he said, he'd been a deacon for over 30 years. And and he had many aha moments, again, when Catholic Radio was fully developed. I remember when uh, my old rock station, uh, 1280, KBOX <laughs> of Moorhead. I mean, that's, that's the voice of the Moorhead spuds where I played ball and went to school. Got into the realm and suddenly he's part of Catholic Radio. I'm doing the little dance because I could get rid of that dipole antenna at that point. <laughs> and I could actually listen, to, <clears throat> listen in my shop. It was great. So keep your funds coming. Keep your ideas moving. And if the Holy Spirit's moving you, move. Yes, and move to your phone. <laughs> yeah. and dial the number, one 795 
Jack, you mentioned here just a little bit ago, and I think that uh, it probably gave uh, Steve Splonskowski a little bit of, oh, uh, when you said expand. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> we need to deal with what we have well, right true. now. Yes. and uh, We've we got challenges now. We took a big, big bite last year when we added Sioux Falls, uh, the Sioux Falls uh, whole diocese and, and also the Rochester diocese. That was a very big commitment and so we ask for you uh, in Sioux Falls and the Sioux Falls Diocese uh, please step up uh, we took a big we took a big leap here to try and help keep Catholic radio on in that area and to bring it to the Rochester area do we do we get to announce the apostle donor well I'm not sure are we I don't think uh, we have to wait for the update on that that's a big deal <laughs> Well, yes, go ahead, Jack. Well, we got the green light okay, on that. We, well, we have John and Maggie from Gillette. Wow. All right. We, we, <clears throat> all right. Gillette, good to know you're out there and listening in this morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And oh we have one from Lori in Fargo. A very generous gift and loving memory of my mother, Pat. Uh, Lot Spike. Lot Spike, whose Lot faith Spike. never failed. Uh, thank you again to all to all the donors, and uh, uh, again, we're 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 not at our goal, and there's still time. Uh, we don't sign off here yet for another uh, five minutes. It's uh, <coughs> it's uh, uh, Deacon Stu and Brad's obligation here to you know finish this up strong we gotta get here, going for here, folks. We got five uh, minutes. <laughs> you know, but deadlines have never been a <laughs> problem for us. Yeah. Let's put it that Ed, way. Ed, you were talking about you know your expansion, Rochester, Sioux Falls, and. And I'll relate back to the Congress. You know, there's a lot. There were hungry people in all of these dioceses 25 years ago, and and they, we had, you know, vast majority of our people came out of Minnesota, different areas of Minnesota, uh, all over in South Dakota. You know, we had them from Wyoming, Montana, even Iowa. Uh, you know, you name it, we had them. And those people who are listening now, because Real presence has moved into their areas. You know, you folks have taken a huge chance financially. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just yes. it's a big thing. It's not like you go and just, you know, put up a whatever one of Stu's acronyms for. It's called an antenna. antenna. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Uh, he's so good. Kind of like the he? things that yeah. stick out of his head once. But anyway, yeah. so I mean, just all those people in those new areas, Rochester, Sioux Falls, wherever. Uh, in you know Wyoming, drive through Wyoming. You'd be happy to have a radio station that can get you this the great word of God. Oh, I, we have to mention this one. Oh, I'm sure. Thank you to Mary Kay oh, of Fargo. Oh, You're very generous. <laughs> Thank you, Mary Kay. I'm glad we made that decision together. God bless you, Mary yeah. Kay. Yeah. <laughs> Is it is it Brad and Mary Kay heavy emphasis on the Mary Kay? That's true. Okay. Yeah. Like I told her yesterday, she was trying to figure out something. I yeah. said, "Well, let me know when I've made my decision." <laughs> you and are you fifty are, years of marriage will do that yeah, too. Right. You know, you're you know, your own boss until you step out of the car in the house, right? That's true. You know, the, you know, when you think of marriage as a sacrament, where your responsibility is to help your other, your, your your partner get to heaven, some women particularly my wife and 
maybe even Mary Kay, have undertaken a great responsibility. <laughs> it's an uphill, well, your wife is a member of a very special <laughs> order of nuns, you know, the Ean sisters. And that's right. They're, you know? yeah. They're facing strong headwinds. Clean, green. And that's right. <laughs> yeah. No, well, thank you, Mary Kay. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, 877-795-0122. We're in the final minutes of uh, uh, the first two hours here, and we didn't meet the goal the first hour. And uh, I, I don't. Brad can't see the screen, but uh, Mary Kay gets a gets a drum roll on this one or a fanfare. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Brad just Brad just fell off the chair. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. the color went out of his face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you want some help getting up? Or, uh, <laughs> we still have, to have somebody drive me home. Okay, we still have a couple of minutes to to get some uh, get an archangel on the on the line. Let's, well, an archangel or an apostle, disciple, messenger, evangelist, or whatever you have, whatever you <laughs> what, whatever whatever you can do will be greatly appreciated, and it'll be put to good use. Well, the one thing too is that it, maybe you weren't ready, or maybe you did, maybe you contributed, but <clears throat> I would I would encourage anybody that is listening right now to also talk to somebody else about listening because whether or not they have listened regularly or haven't, to get them on and listen, I, I, I think that the uh, uh, pledge drives, the three uh, different days that we have, are some of the richest part of mm -hmm. Catholic radio because it's sharing those personal experiences. Like, Brad, what you experienced, being involved in... In, uh, in, in the uh, Eucharistic Congress and Deacon Stuhl, all the experiences you have, the radio ministry. By the way, do they get Catholic radio and are they allowed into Cass County Jail? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. When, when, they, when we want to calm them down, we turn on Catholic radio. <laughs> it's actually, it's actually uh, they can choose it and they can listen to it. And occasionally I walked into pods and, and, and uh, you know, I'll be listening to Jack and Ellie talking or, <laughs> you know. Mitch Pacwa or something like that. Or, Boy, those two yeah. in the same breath? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> okay. John Ed Bankovic is very popular. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. yeah. I just have to mention this, Brad, then you're off the hook. Uh, uh, Mary Kay said that her donations in Thanksgiving for those involved in the Marian Eucharistic Congress for the love of God for RPR. So I want to get that message out for her. And also to encourage those people who are involved in the Marian Eucharistic Congress to pick up their phone. Like your wife. 877 <laughs> So pick up your phone before your wife does? Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> 877-795-0122. There's still time. We're, we're, we're short of our goal here. Uh, we, we, we could use an archangel. And uh, you can make that call and probably do it in less than a minute. Or if you call and you want to attribute it to this hour, you can say, I want you to attribute it to the uh, 8 to 9 o'clock hour. Okay. And then we can uh, make our goal. Sorry. we got about one minute left here, so we're going to ask Deacon Stu if he would just uh, uh, share a prayer and a blessing. Heavenly Father, we ask your blessing upon uh, these days of, uh, of doing this uh, recruiting for uh, funding for our Real Presence Radio. We ask that you send your blessing upon uh, the efforts of our PR. And we ask you to send the Holy Spirit to those people who have been moved and continue to move them again for Real Presence Radio support. It's, we, we understand it's, it's grace and it's meaning, 
and please let it continue. And we ask this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brad. Thank you. Thank you, Dick and Stu. Thank you, Ed. All right. We are going to be handing this off to, to folks in Austin, Minnesota. Go, Austin. Go, Austin. Go, Austin.